podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Are you that person who has everything? The coolest merch and those must-have fan threads? Well, over at our Anfield Index shop, we've gone that extra mile when it comes to pimping up your Liverpool collection. From our popular range of bespoke design t-shirts, sweaters, hoodies and hats, to our signature edition mugs, prints and coasters, all provided with fast worldwide shipping. We have something for every red. We also stock official LFC merchandise and are licensed with the Premier League and UEFA to sell official iron-on shirt badges and sleeve patches. As a listener to this podcast, you can get 10% off everything with coupon code AIPRO10. Just head over to anfieldindex.shop or find us on Etsy by searching for Anfield Index. Hello and welcome to the Anfield Index podcast, broadcasting to you from my study in my house in my field here in beautiful rural Ireland. I'm Trev Denny and I'm joined by Lisa Marie Hannan and Cam Branch with producer Guy Drinkle in the background doing Guy Drinkle bits as we embark upon episode 302 of this fine good ship AIP. And um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to a chat because uh, we have a sort of disappointing results in our, in our in our wake. Um, so that may colour things, but you do know what you get from us here in this um, podcast. So it's not going to be if you were hoping for a gloom fest with people um, tearing their hair out and being sad. The chances are with the three people who are going to be doing most of the talking, you're um, you're shit out of luck, I'm afraid. So what we're going to do is we're going to begin as a usual way is with a little contribution from each of us. And mine is, um, and I hope Lisa Marie will forgive me, but I was I was made aware during the week by a pal of mine who lives in and resides in California, um, and he's always talking to me about Gavin Newsom, the governor there, and he's a bit he's a bit bent out of shape with him and that type of thing. And I think an awful lot of humans are, but I was reminded that previously the governor of California was one Arnold Schwarzenegger and my own, um, actually my own town mate, uh, Dylan Moran, as we call him, Moran, as they call him over there in the British Isles, um, a guy from Navin, is a very good stand-up. And he did a piece quite a few years ago now, it's probably about 10 years ago, on that whole Arnie as governor thing. And I've got a little snippet of it here. So I'm going to play that for you. It's about two minutes or so. So this is Dylan Moran, Dylan Moran, for those of you listening in England land, um, on Arnold Schwarzenegger and American politics and that type of thing. Fashion conscious. But people have this idea that it's, that it's still the, the promised land. You know, somewhere like California, which everything is fruitful and, and, and abundant. But Arnold Schwarzenegger is, is the governor of California. There's a perfectly ordinary English sentence. How did that happen? Do you know how that happened? Because I'll tell you. You know how we got into that position? He got there by lifting things. <laughs> now you and me, we avoid lifting things. It's unpleasant. <laughs> Especially heavy things. Even a five-year-old child knows this. They go, huh? no, <laughs> fuck it, no. I'm going to put Lego up my ass. I'm not doing that. No, no. <laughs> He took a different approach. He lifted 
the heavy. And you know, you lift something when you have to. Piano falls on Granny. You lift the piano. Because <laughs> Granny has mixed feelings about the whole situation. Sunday lunch continues. He didn't do any of that. He went right over to the heavy thing and lifted it and put it back down and didn't move it anywhere. And then he lifted it again hundreds of times and said to the people who had stopped to observe this aberrant behavior, look how good I am at lifting the heavy thing in my underpants. Now that sounds a little dim. But it was they who said, you're the man. You're the one we want to deal with immigration and water rates and taxes and all that kind of shit. Now, wait. What we need to know is how bad was his predecessor at that job? You know, this must have been somebody who came to work covered in children's blood every morning. <laughs> and so on. Uh, so, yeah, I thought that was good. And it, I was reminded of it because I saw. Cardio can be either pro. Oh, cardio can be pro muscle gainer. There you go. That's a little ad on YouTube. They just started playing. Sorry about that. Uh, I was reminded of that primarily because um, now, listen, the guy meant well because he was locked away in his little house doing his little his massive house, right? Doing his little uh, bits for the people, you know, um, uh, public service announcements about um, COVID protocols and that type of thing. I, I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and assume he meant well, but there was a little soundbite from Arnie where he was a. Uh, he went full Arnie and said, screw your freedoms. And I just thought, well, that's quite the soundbite. And if anyone deserves a little bit of poking after that, I thought, well, maybe maybe we'll have a little a little bit of a tease at Arnie there. So that's what that was all about. Um, and I am joined, like I said, as ever, by Cam Branch and this week as well, which is a nice habit by Lisa Mariana. And I'm going to start with Cam and ask Cam, what have you got for us today, my friend? I'm not really into tactics. Okay. Now, usually, usually you just go for the most recent manager, and I'm I, 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 in no doubt in my mind who that is. And I'm sure Lisa Marie, you're going to agree with me. So I'm going to let you guess who it is. Oh, uh, well, I'm assuming it is our friend, the manager over there at Manchester United. <laughs> That's the very fellow I would have guessed as well. Is it? Is it uh, the famous man at the wheel, Oli Gunnar Solskjaer? Uh, no, the but... It is. Oh, hang uh, on. Wait a minute. It's a center half and captain Harry Maguire, isn't it? No, but you're getting oh, closer. Man. You're getting closer. <laughs> All right, who is it? It's, it's an ex Manchester United great. Roy Keane? No. Steve hey, Bruce. Steve Bruce. Oh, Steve man. <laughs> We should have, we should have seen that coming. What with the connections to the show here, I feel yeah. silly. I feel silly, but uh, you know, to be fair, that that's something not far away from that quote was kind of attributed to both um, Solskjaer and Maguire. So sure. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give both myself and, and Lisa Marie a bonus point there. Um, <clears throat> any particular reason why you wanted to pick that out, or was it was it just purely for the uh, gloating purposes, Cam? I just thought it was a great quote. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's really, it's a really <laughs> profound quote. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as you said, there, there's many connections with that quote. You could say, I've not really had a chance to go uh, gloat uh, about the United result. You know, I know that ship has sailed, but still fresh in the memory, isn't it? 
So. No, you you know you you're right because I was on midterm as well. So basically, I didn't even get to go in and sort of poke at all the the young fellas uh, who are Manchester United supporters and, and say, oh, how'd that go for you? And I didn't get to go in and say all the really annoying Manchester United fans on the staff and have a little uh, a little like you know condescending chuckle in their directions. That's that's a miss. I have to say, yeah, I'd, I'd, I didn't, I didn't get to milk it much at all, and I'm really the same. I didn't lean into it online either. Like normally, you know, in the past, I think maybe you were just evolving, Cam. Is that what it is, man? Are we just? Yeah, getting... I think so. I mean, I, I, I did post that one picture of, uh, um, obviously Ollie and Ollie, as you may have seen on my. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, 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 that was yeah. good. Yeah, I did yeah, like so, that. Yeah, I saved that. I saved that. I, I got that pick a couple of weeks earlier. I thought, oh, I'm going to save it for a, a certain result. And then um, I, I, there was this one lad, um, he's sort of come into our friend circle just in the last couple of years, a big United fan, he says, um, down from London way. So that makes sense, obviously. And uh, even though, obviously, you know, I'm, I'm not one to talk there. Um, and he was giving it the large one day, you know, Billy Big Bollocks and all that, you know, and... Uh, Making out, you know, United are the greatest thing since sliced bread. I said, yeah, no worries, you know, taking the piss out of me if if ever Liverpool had a bad result. And I've never said nothing to him. So all I started doing was sending him a load of um, Ollie videos. I didn't say anything about the result. <laughs> nothing about the result. Just sending videos about Ollie. You know, all these videos that came out about Ollie, I just yeah. kept sending him them. And then eventually, I think it was on Thursday, he just sent me a text and it was written in. Um, so when you're reading it, it's in Punjabi, but it was written in English. And he just goes, please, brother, stop. That's enough now. <laughs> <laughs> and I yeah. just replied, are you sure? Because you were giving it the Billy Big Balls earlier. You know, before, <laughs> you know, are you really sure you want me to stop? Yeah, he just, yeah. He didn't reply. He just didn't reply. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got to love that. Uh, Lisa Marie, everybody in your house is a Liverpool fan, right? So, like, I mean, everybody who's interested in the football. Uh, so you probably don't have any immediate uh, sparring partners either. Or, or did you get a moment of gloating anywhere, even online? Uh, you know, I, I don't like to gloat very much because it feels like tempting fate. Yeah, there is that. <laughs> There is that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There is that. <laughs> and it's so also... I didn't. I, so I cannot. I'm not, it, yesterday was not my fault. Yeah, <laughs> no, it, the, the ones who pay attention are pretty much Liverpool fans. My middle child, younger son, did go through a phase where, you know, he thought Manchester United. But Paul pretty much likes to do the opposite of what his older brother does. And, okay. you know, it's it's like Paul decided to like the Red Sox because probably like the Yankees and in any way. So he couldn't name a Manchester player if you, if you paid him. So yeah. And, and that was a few years ago. He doesn't even really, you know, pay much attention. In my, my life outside of the house or, you know, the online group, no one really follows it much. So yeah, it, it was a little, I don't know, disappointing to not really at least be able to chat about how great the game was with anyone I, I, that's what I, I, often, I often meant to ask you that like what how does that work for you because see the thing is it's kind of an unavoidable part of life where my, myself and Cam are it's just everybody's talking about it all the time it's 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 just a perpetual source of conversation and you know I've got pals in states who are big baseball fans 
some guys who are big in the football, um, other people who who are massive basketball fans. And because there's such a sort of divide amongst all the sports there, I don't think there's one sort of universal thing. Maybe football, I don't know, does it go across everything? Yeah, but, I would say American football would probably, yeah. in this part of the country. Um, so, like, so. So, what, what, so when you're in the supermarket, you overhear conversations either side of you. It's probably yes. going to be American football and the weather, right? Those two things. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And you never know. It's kind of a here. It's a little bit of a divide whether it's going to be, you know, the NFL, because, um, of course, we have Tennessee Titans here or whether it's going to be various college football teams. You know, that's that's yeah. kind of a whole other thing, too, because yeah. you've yeah. got the college football and um, and and then the, the professional football. So, yeah. And I've never about the only football game I watch all the way through is the Super Bowl. And that's just because we all get together and make food and. Kind of yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. So you, you see, you're not you're not really an NFL fanatic at all. No, no, no not at all, not at all. I can I can see I could see myself getting into it because I, I was I'm one of those guys. If I lean into a sport, I sort of get all about well anything really, um, like anything. <laughs> it doesn't really matter what the activity is. Uh, now suddenly I, I I I can't get through a day without gardening uh so i under like there's basically whatever i do i'm, I'm kind of all in that and I, I, there was a time i really flirted heavily with uh nfl and it was difficult to do but that made it all the more interesting if you know what i mean um so yeah but i i, I currently i'd be like you just just super bowl cam would you did you ever have an nfl period of of interest in your life i did um in in the uk uh back in the 80s it used to be on yes. channel four yes yes and, yes um my Nick team and the boys yeah, yeah me and my mum used to watch it of, yeah. you know my mum you know just my mum well i say me and my mum used to watch it mum just used to be happened to be in the living room while i'd watch the nfl and um my team was the uh, philadelphia eagles and oh. I, had a real, I had a real soft spot for uh randall cunningham and he was like meant to be the next big thing but he just he was he was the navigator <laughs> just kept picking up these stupid injuries you know and it just yeah. derailed his uh career completely but yeah it was all about philadelphia eagles for me uh i couldn't tell you who was winning at that time or anything i know right now you know i mean it's all about it used to be about tom brady and uh of the New England Patriots, and uh, you know there was a, there, I know there was a bit of controversy one year. They said they deflated the ball. Uh, the football Deflate slot. gate, yes. yeah. You know, I, I saw something about that, uh, and I used to try and watch the odd uh, Super Bowl as well, but I wasn't really into it. Um, yeah. Well, well ironically, to... with the Super Bowl, it's so hyped, and oftentimes it is just is is more often than not it's just not a good game it it that's, generally that's ends up being final a, though isn't it because of the pressure <laughs> of the final sometimes you're just like you know snooze fest so yeah yeah i was just i'm having flashbacks to the chicago bears who were the team i used to like back in the 80s camp when you were oh, watching william the fridge william <laughs> payton yeah the fridge yes uh, 86 uh, uh, uh Oh, sorry, uh, Walter Payton, wasn't it? Yeah, Walter Payton. Oh, yeah, Payton. Walter Payton. Yeah. yeah. And, and William, what the hell was William's second name? William Perry. I just remember. William, William, William Perry. Perry. Yeah, there you go. That's Thank it. Very much. Yeah, so look, uh, we, we probably sound hopeless. Um, 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 sorry about that, folks, if you're if you're, if you're <laughs> waiting for uh, insight to NFL. But we, uh, we, 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 we've, um, we're just trying to 
talk subject there. Oh, least... he was the Miami Dolphins quarterback at the time. He was someone famous as well, wasn't he? Dan Dolphins? Marino. Dan, Dan Marino. Marino. That's it. See, so it's all the names. Only these little things are going back to me now. Yeah, no, yeah, thinking yeah. about it. Oh dear. Yeah, we could, we could, we could, but it would, it would be just um, uh, two middle-aged men say names, um, uh, <laughs> and, and that would be it. I hope that their their comrade will really will recognise them. <laughs> so I'm not sure this is a great idea for a podcast. Uh, so, uh, Lisa Marie, what have you got for us to open? Okay, well, I travel for my job from time to time. Um, used to be much more frequently than, than I do now because we learned one of the nice things about last year and lockdown and everything is we learned that some of these meetings that I used to have to travel on site for, hey, guess what? We can do those virtually. So that's kind of cool. Oh, nice. But, yeah, no, right. So this week I was, and oftentimes I travel to like a major you know, city and then have to drive two to three hours to wherever my final destination is. But this past week I was in Houston, Texas, which is, turns out, the fourth largest city in the U.S. behind New York, L.A., and Chicago, which I did not realize that. I thought Dallas was larger than Houston, so mm. that was a little fun fact for me. Also, Houston is the third most humid city in the United States behind New Orleans and Jacksonville, Florida, which I can attest to because the humidity was about 150% when I was there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and one more fun Houston fact, um, it has the largest concentration of healthcare organizations in the world. The largest medical center in the world is the Texas Medical Center, also the largest employer in Houston. The nonprofit Texas Medical Center includes 21 hospitals, eight research institutions, and 50 related organizations. The University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer City Center is one of the top cancer hospitals in the world and spends billions on research on cancer cures. And I was actually at a hospital in Houston this week, not one of those that I just named, but so yeah. Just <laughs> and, and were you at were you, were you at the house? Oh, tell me you're at the hospital casually. Everything's okay. Oh yeah, everything's okay. Um, okay, okay, it, okay. that's fine. That's fine. My that's job fine. could be a podcast in and of itself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we won't get into what I do, but um, basically, I work for a firm that does very sort of consulting things for hospitals. And okay. I was working on a project that actually isn't what I normally do this week. I was filling in for for somebody who'd been out on medical medical leave. So yeah, no, no. Everything's all good. That's, that's good. I'm glad. I'm glad. You can't just throw a hospital in there. And not I'm sorry. I'm... <laughs> so no, uh, no, no health issues for Lisa Marie. Delighted to hear it. I I have a surprise for you both, um, because it is Halloween after all, and you know we you got do... me candy. Was that you got me candy? No. Are oh. you going to tell me how to pronounce it in Irish? Because no, no. I'm pretty no. sure that I'm not pronouncing it right. <laughs> no, no. Have you? Have you, let me let me hear you giving it give it a go. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> For the record, if you are curious and you've been listening to the show this far and you haven't abandoned us with our um, William Perry fridge talk, Iha uh, Hauna is Irish for as Gaelic or uh, Irish for for um halloween yeah which is literally hallowed evening so well it's well it's not it's november evening but that's another thing uh let's get into the surprise are you ready for this because in a move which could be considered a dick move i have decided it's quiz time <laughs> 
okay. I have been so dismayed at the shoddy, <laughs> shitty treatment I have received <laughs> after years of absolute dominance uh, as quiz champion Trout Downey. I have been maligned. I have been harangued, harassed by the likes of Cam Branch and <laughs> Harinder and lots of I I see you all by the way I see you all and I have remembered and as a result and Drinkles in the background they're being very quiet because it's on the back it's it's on the back of Guy Drinkles uh, solitary quiz victory when he was a ringer he came in as a ringer it doesn't count but anyway, oh, the in these tears. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so I decided, I'll tell you what, our guy is typing. Hey, guys, guys. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave my touch on the Okay, fine, that's fine. There is no title, guy. I'm sorry, pal. I am, you know how fond I am of you, but you are absolutely um, not in possession of the title. That's mine. I am quiz champion, Trev Danny. And now I have decided to... Um, in my beneficence, offer one of you the chance to become the new reigning champion because, uh, sorry, guy man, <laughs> your title was a one off. So here we go. And, and have, you, have you noticed, though, Trent? I've deliberately not done another quiz. Oh, no, I hadn't noticed. Oh, was that oh, deliberate? Fucking, of course, I noticed it. Cam, I accused Trev of inviting me to be on the show because my Liverpool knowledge prior to like 2017 is, <laughs> is you know, thin, and yeah, therefore that would give him an advantage in any future quizzes. Well, your knowledge of any anything is still way above and beyond my knowledge. Full stop. <laughs> so you'll be absolutely well, fine. I, I look forward. I look forward to seeing what this quiz brings us because it is a general knowledge quiz. I'm going uh, for the GB uh, um, score in the Eurovision. <laughs> <laughs> and um, because because I, I'm going to revel in this now. I I what do you reckon? What do you reckon? Um, ten ten questions, five each. How's that sound? Three each. You 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 call it. Um. Three, I think three is enough. Yeah, three each. And three, then if, three, know, three if a tiebreaker is needed. <laughs> okay, okay, three each. And if a tiebreaker is needed, I have a further uh, 44. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all yeah, good. We've got, we got 37 minutes to go, so we should be fine. <laughs> there we go. So, Young Branch. Um, oh God, I, I, as the long-standing um, contributor to the show, um, I offer you the choice of first or second. Um, uh, age before beauty, so I'll go first then. Okay. Aww. Okay. I think you may have made the wrong decision. <laughs> I was being chivalrous, and this is what it gets me. Yeah. <laughs> so that was the right choice. The first question, Lisa Marie, is to you. And like I say, this is a general knowledge quiz that I picked up, so um, it is what it is. Question one: What is the capital of Poland? Warsaw. Dude, it's not your question. <laughs> I said age before he beauty. He said age so. before beauty. So how is it not my question? <laughs> 
Oh, I thought. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Because I'd, I'd, I'd said Lisa uh, Marie. I mean, I'm definitely not more beautiful than Lisa Marie. Okay, okay. I, I, I didn't understand your fucking chivalrous <laughs> bullshit. Um, <laughs> you know, this is glorious. <laughs> okay, Lisa Marie, your question now. We'll give him that one. Warsaw is correct. Uh, your question, Lisa Marie. Um, which musician's real name is Reginald Kenneth Dwight? Is that Elton John? Oh, it is Elton John. It oh, is Elton. I had that this one. And that's the one. That's the one I thought Cam would definitely know. So that's why I thought he'd made a bad choice. I don't. I wouldn't have known that. Well, you are renowned for your Elton John fandom. So I just thought, you know. <laughs> Oh, all the lads were telling me. The lads are great like that. Uh, question three. What was, Cam, the most downloaded app of 2020? It, this makes sense when you think about it. TikTok. That's correct. What a guess. That is correct. Lisa Marie, Europe is separated from Africa by which sea? The Mediterranean. It is. It is. Uh, this is where it gets, this is where it starts to uh, bite oh, you down. you're just easing us in? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Your third and final question, Cam Branch, to either stay in the quiz or offer Lisa Marie a chance to win it on the next one. What is the collective name for a group of crows? I've heard of this. Oh, sugar me down. Um, fucker. Um, is it a craw? It's not a craw of crows. It's not a bugger of crows. It's <laughs> a murder of crows. A what, sorry? Murder of crows. What Jessica Fletcher used to go around solving. Um, and your last question, Lisa Marie. <laughs> you, you, you're going to love this. <laughs> ah, shit. I can see a tiebreaker coming in, unless you're going to prove me wrong with your deep knowledge of Coronation Street. Which Coronation Street character <laughs> has been married six times? Which Coronation Street character has been married six times? I... Oh, I know this one. Yeah, I know. That's you should have gone second. I told you that. Yeah. Oh, you got the first one. Yeah, uh, I, I couldn't even, I couldn't even venture a guess. As I do not know a single character on Coronation okay. Street. Okay. So we need tiebreakers. Okay. Uh, Want to give the answer? It's it, you give the answer. You know. Was it Deirdre? It's not Deirdre. Oh, it's not Deirdre. It's oh, Gail wow. Platt. It's Gail, Gail Platt. Platt. Trout yeah. face, fish face. Sorry, I shouldn't say that. Don't say that. Next question then is going to be the tiebreaker, and I'm going to take whoever comes in first. How's that? Add a little bit of drama to it. So the question is as follows, and I want you to say the answer using your words as loudly as possible. <laughs> do you think I could, could I be a bit more condescending here, do you think? So uh, the question is as follows. What is Japanese sake made from? Right. Oh, he's in. <laughs> oh. <sighs> okay. Well, you know, congratulations, Cam. 
Oh, Thank God, you, that really hurt, didn't it, Lisa Marie? That really it hurt. It did hurt a little bit, but you know what? I can be gracious. I can be a gracious winner. <laughs> what, like Trevor always is? Yeah, yeah, don't, don't be no, gracious. No, I'm not <laughs> following Trevor's example. <laughs> yeah, we, don't, we don't do gracious on here. Although I will say congratulations to quiz champion, current reigning quiz champion, Cam Branch. Unlucky guy. Unlucky. Uh, that's uh, that was my little surprise. I was I I, I thought it was uh, festive to ha- do something um, for Halloween. So there we are here. What's 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 Drinkle saying? <laughs> Number one contender, Calvin Branch. This guy drink. <laughs> that's uh, what we call. Uh, that's what we call trash talk, and that means Bra- uh, that Branchy versus Guy Drinkle versus Lisa Marie will be the next quiz, which will be next episode. So I'm sorry, Guy, but you're coming from behind the mic for that, even if it's just for the quiz. Uh, we'll give you your opportunity to uh, prove your mettle. Um, we should get into a little bit of footy chat, and it's been a weird week since we spoke last. Um, we had the demolition of Manchester United. Um, and we had a nice, comfortable cup win over Preston with what is very much a second string. Uh, we had some injury worries. We had some of those injury worries abated slightly. Then we had the injury worries recur um, after the most recent uh, result, which was a, a two-all draw yesterday with a very, very game Brighton team who were at least worth the draw, if not to be fair, I think worth the win over the course mm-hmm. of the game. I don't think, yeah. I think it's yeah. a little bit one, a little bit one-eyed to to say anything else. They had the better opportunities. Um, they had more of the ball, I think, than any opposition team I've seen against us this year. I don't know if the stats back that up, but it really felt like that. Um, and they were very, very, um, not just game, very, very accomplished. I thought that guy, um, Graham Potter with his uh, with his with his um, tremendous farmer fisherman beard um, has definitely got them doing good stuff, um, and they warranted their point at least. So I want to do as usual what we usually do is pick a topic that you want to go to talk about or focus on for a wee bit of a chat, even if you don't have any great bomb to drop on it, just something you think might be worth talking about. So from the most recent game is what we usually do, but seeing as it's been a big old chunk of time, I'm quite happy for you to take anything out of that at all. Now, before I do get into that and ask you both to go with it, let's just put in the usual caveat. What we try to do here is avoid very much um, the the negativity that is so prevalent um, if you are an online Liverpool fan. We do try to avoid that. Now we're not going to talk crap either. And like you know, like like I just said, if 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 a team is better, we'll say they're better. But I don't want to get into the whole really dodgy side of the various debates where people have their own agendas because that's for other people and that's for other uh, podcasters who may have less um, high standards than we do here. So we're just going to talk about the thing that we love, which is Liverpool. And I'm going to ask you to pick a topic. And so, Cam, if I was to ask you to pick something from um, the most recent match stroke week, what would it be that you wanted to focus on? Enjoying this podcast? Then why not supercharge your support for the Reds with Anfield Index Pro? With around 30 premium podcasts every month, AI Pro offers the very best reviews, reaction and debate on all things LFC. From the acclaimed statistics and deep dive analytics found in our Under Pressure podcast, to the transfer links, scouting reports and fast live reaction shows we record after every match, AI Pro is home to our very best content. With regular appearances by Reds legends like Jan Molby and Sir Kenny Dalgleish, 
plus insight from journalists, sports scientists, coaches and psychologists. We'll help bring you closer to the club you love. There's never been a better time to take AI Pro for a test drive. Available on all popular podcast platforms with free apps for iOS and Android. You can try it absolutely free with no strings attached. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com to start your seven-day free trial now. Oh, that's it's actually a hell of a question without because we've had such a high, and it even though it's not a low, it feels like a low, and so that's more prevalent in your mindset um, right you now. But, lean into that. Uh, well, oh, obviously, you know the the five nil thrashing of Manchester United, um, who let's be honest, were absolutely atrocious on the day, and. We didn't get out of second gear, let's be honest. Um, it's not like that. We played fantastic. We, we took our foot off the gas in that game. Um, once Nabi was sent off, it was like it literally was damage limitation for us rather than damage limitation for this to them, for them, for their scoreline. We, you know, Jurgen Klopp must have instructed the players, no, just just hold off. We're not we're not going to tempt any more fate and tempt those injuries that. Have have dogged us for the last um, two years, so mm-hmm. um, or two seasons, or or season and this season anyway. So you know that was a sensible move by Jurgen in in that respect. We then yeah, had a, they were getting punchy. I mean, yeah, just they lost their they lost their cool, didn't they? Yeah, they lost their heads. And how many yellow cards was it that they ended up having? Oh, by the end, it really yeah, rapidly. Like seven, was, maybe yeah. yeah seven, <laughs> they could have like had that. five sending off. Yeah, yeah that, could have there, was, there was a, there was a, there was a debate to be had for each mm-hmm. of those potential sending offs. That could have been five se- sending offs. Obviously, one sending off then it changes the game and stops the next sending off automatically. So those incidents don't necessarily then happen. Obviously, you know the course of the game changes. But there's a there is a discussion. You could say there is a discussion to be had about those five potential sending offs. But we don't need to do that because you know. Uh, we'll stick to, you know the five that we should be talking about is the five fantastic goals we scored against them and you know the contributions made by all those players involved in all those goals in everything that happened around those goals so that that was the most important aspect of that game and plus Jurgen telling the players just just stop just stop don't let's treat it like a training session there was a point uh towards the end of the second half where Mo had gone from the right wing over to the other side of the of the centre circle and he's in the centre circle with uh, Hendo and they're just playing pass, pass ball to each other. They did yeah. about five, six passes to each other. Yeah, that yeah. was the ultimate piss take of Manchester United on the day. There was nothing more you know, insulting than that, regardless of what the scoreline was. So... Um, but what I want to say, what I, I think the main point then is obviously going back to yesterday's game because well, no point talking about the League Cup game. That was just that was a shocker of a game, and um, you know that Preston, uh, yeah, Preston it was Preston, wasn't it? They they should have they should have buried us out of sight before Divock does does his uh, absolute madness. You know, I mean, obviously Trev, that's the type of thing you do 
week in week out. Uh, you know, and um, even Jan was impressed with that with you. Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I tried to explain to Jan that you know, uh, listen. Uh, sometimes when you're coming from a certain level, you have to talk down to the person you're you're, you're talking to. And um, I had to explain a few little things about technique to young Moby, but I, I think he got what I was saying. Bless him. I you think know, he did. I think he yeah. did. I think he so. Did. <laughs> but what? But I, although I, I'm trying to keep it positive, I think we do need to talk about. Um, and I don't, I don't really want to do this, but I, ha, I think I have to do it because I didn't really get around to talking to it on the Gags Hendon show yesterday, um, and I felt the coaching staff let the players down a bit yesterday as well. Okay. I know that I know the Naby substitution, uh, the injury affected the game massively. You know, the first 20 minutes, we were we were the better team quite comfortably whilst Naby was on the pitch, I think. But once he went off, we, we lost we lost control of that game and the coaching staff didn't get didn't manage to get through to the players that they need to regain that control. Because when we came out second half, it's like you said, Brighton were by far the, the more superior team. It was almost as it was almost as if they they'd swap shirts at half time. We you know from the moment we conceded the equaliser, we did not create a solitary chance, and that was like sixty six minutes something like that. that. So that says so much. That really does, man. That really does, and 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 not only that, but we managed to look fragile in defence during that period as well. And they had the ball in the net too, if you recall. Yeah, so we look fragile because. But but let, let let me push because back. There was no let me push back in your question because yeah. this is like last year. We seem to be, be cursed with injuries to a specific area of the park, and when you look at what the bench was offering, um, there was one solution I could think of, which was to go like I said yesterday and raw full FIFA wanker and play play John Matip in the base of the midfield and shore things up or go through the back or do something like that. Um, but my, my shout would have been, and, and, and by the way, I'm absolutely aware of how FIFA wanker that sounds. So don't, don't at me uh, in real life or, or otherwise. But honestly, the man had no options, Cam. There were no midfielders available bar the kid. And the kid's, the kid's problem was highlighted by Jürgen in the aftermath of the match. He says he needs to go to the gym and he says, and I quote, get a body. Yeah. So he was never going to come in when what we needed was enforcement. You've got a block of a man like Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain and Curtis Jones is growing into himself a bit. If they can't cope with the physicality, no way Morton was going to be able to. And the fact of the matter was the two of them with Hendo is absolutely the worst combination we could have when it comes to a defensive midfield structure of all the midfield choices we have. So I kind of feel like Jurgen was a little bit hamstrung as well, with the exception of pulling that, like I say, FIFA option. Yeah, yeah, no, um, you're, you're absolutely spot on there. I mean, it's we have no we had no other option. You're you're right there, but it, it still needed more instruction from the sideline. When we are getting torn apart, we were literally getting torn apart. Uh, I I saw a stat, and and I know stats aren't always the best thing to go by, but they they it felt like um, Brighton were dominating the ball. They were dominating the play. Navi Keita made one tackle in 20 minutes. 
The other three together, how many tackles do you think they made in the whole game? Well, hang on. You just said he made Naby made one tackle in twenty one minutes. One in one in twenty minutes, and the other three together, how many tackles did they make? The successful tackles. Yes. It's going to be awful. What was it? One. Jesus. And therein lies therein lies an issue. Yeah, that that the, the the three of them didn't work together. You you've said straight away those three as a midfield will not work. Yeah. They can't. They can't they, do and, that and job. And, and and there was a complete disconnect between the midfield and the defence, and hence why hence why the defence was under so much pressure. It, it, if the players can't do, put it right, with you know themselves, it needs instruction from the sideline. And I I, I just didn't see it yesterday. So as, as much as we, we can heap praise on the management. And the coaching staff when they do brilliantly, and let let's don't get me wrong, yeah, we're we're in a fantastic position where we are right now, you know. At the end of the day, is anybody that I've seen social media? Oh, that's it. We're at the title race. A Man City at the title race. Oh, those people are absolute. They just be, they become they be no, become clever, nice people that you and I both know. Well, Let's be honest, how many times do you scroll through your timeline and wince at something that's sure. being said by someone you know and you go, fuck me, I can't engage with that. If I engage with that, that's the end of whatever sort of uh, con- connection or contact I have with that human because that is an insane thing to say and they're saying it in the moment and that's why all people should avoid uh, the immediate aftermath of a result that isn't exactly perfect. And even the good ones, you still get the agendas coming out. The whole Naby Keita thing that's been going on, the Jordan Henderson thing, the thing that's been going on, there's lots of things to be said about both. But you can have sensible, logical conversations and wear, wear your heart on your sleeve without it descending into lunacy, which it does. So, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, but let, let, let me just let me just spin this one last way before I go to Lisa Marie for her point that she wants to talk about. Because the, I fully get what you're talking about. I really do. But if the players concerned aren't capable of actually doing the job, that, 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 that does leave it a bit hamstrung. But a rare moment of criticism emerged afterwards. We don't see Jurgen ever really throwing his players under the bus. And he doesn't do it here. But he did talk about how he was disillusioned by some of the body language and he made a point of saying it and an awful lot of people i don't know if you've noticed that have picked up on the sort of rattiness between jordan and ox so uh someone else picking up on virgil van dyke looking a bit pissed off but virgil looks pissed off he has to break into a trot so that just doesn't yeah. make any sense <laughs> to me so so here's here, here's what i'm asking you like Obviously, papers love to build up the idea of a malaise in the club, and it's patent bullshit that that's not that's not the case. If they if those boys aren't ratty because the game is getting away from them and they don't know why, then I don't want those boys to be putting on that jersey. But is there something in what Jurgen's saying? Who do you think he's digging out there? By the way, um, I think generally he's probably just digging out everybody because. Um, you can't really say bar Ali, anybody had a good game. Yeah, yeah. So it's got to be aimed at the ten outfield players. That they were all collectively poor as a unit. Let's not let's not just 
pick on the defence. Let's not just pick on the midfield. Let's look at uh, you know you can you can look at the front three as well. They, there was a complete disconnect from front to back. They they just did, it didn't work as a team. You know it was fine for twenty minutes, twenty five minutes, thirty minutes, and then it just it went to shit. And it happens. It happens. You know you, you, your football team can play badly, but they say. The, the sign of a great team is a team that plays badly and wins. Well, we didn't quite have that in us yesterday. It, it Shit happens. It, it genuinely does. And what you've got to do now is you've got to think, right, okay, it's done now. It's gone to a point. I know we're still talking about it, but that's what we're here for. But as players, as a unit, as a, as a, as a, as a group, as a football team, they have to now be thinking, right, okay, that is our worst performance this season, um, possibly. I mean, we actually Man City was quite poor at times. Brentford was quite Brentford, poor. Yeah, Brentford's yeah. the one I we, compare it to because we lot we we seem to lose energy in the same way. It's you. I, I said it again yesterday. When you have a certain, the game and one for me, for me, the game is for me is always won and lost if your midfield dominates. I mean, generally, most people will agree that the midfield is what wins football matches ultimately because they control the di- and dictate the game. So in the games that we've drawn this season, our midfield has generally been poor that game. And this is, goes back to our injury issues. Now, if you look at the, we've got eight, we've got eight midfielders. People are saying we don't have enough midfielders. We, we, play, we play a three-man midfield and we've got eight midfielders. We've got Thiago, Fabinho, Henderson, Kaita, Milner, Curtis Jones, Harvey Elliott, and Oxley Chamberlain. You could possibly even yeah, we have them. We, we, we have the we, we have, have the them. bodies, but we don't. We, have no, them. we have them till we don't have them. We, you that's do you know the, what I mean? Without that's saying, exactly yeah. the point. And then, so you could go back to the summer and say, well, what was the club doing? They're looking at this, and they're you know, I don't want to get into a transfer discussion, but four or five of those players, six of those players, pick up injuries on a regular basis. And the club knows this. And yet it's our, one of our most crucial areas of the pitch. And you're carrying mm. five, six players who, who who regularly pick up injuries. Hendo's picking up more and more injuries. He's due, you, you, you just wait for Hendo to go because you know he's that type of player. Fabinho's been picking up more injuries since he since he moved into central defence last year. Thiago's been picking up injuries on a regular basis since he signed for us. No need to talk about Naby. We know what Naby's like. Oxlade-Chamberlain is Oxlade-Chamberlain. Milner, because of age, can't play four games on the trot without picking up an injury. That's six players I've just named. Yeah. They only lose two. Curtis Jones, yeah. you can't rely on a 20-year-old. He's not He's not Emmett Smith-Rowe of Arsenal, who's just phenomenal. And the other guy got kicked out of the season, literally. And got, yeah, exactly. What does that yeah. leave you? Yeah. The shit isn't at the fan. Anyway, I, I've done enough talking. Lisa Marie, what do you think? <laughs> listen feel feel free listen Marie, to segue into your own topic but i wouldn't mind just getting your take on that as well i mean there was an awful lot of chat at the start of the season about you know the infamous Ginny minutes and who was going to who was going to fill that uh, gap and because we began the season with a robust injury-free squad it wasn't an issue and then the skittle started to fall and now it is starting to bite a little bit because as Cam said, the one area you need to be strong, we couldn't do anything to strengthen it. With the exception, and I'm going to keep saying it, of that wild card move that I was talking about, um, that we could possibly have done there to shore things up a bit. But <clears throat> what, feel free to, to, to just give a comment on that. And then 
let us know what it is that you wanted to chat about over the last week. So I think we would have been in better shape if Harvey hadn't gotten injured. I mean, you know, I know we can all woulda, coulda, shoulda on how that all works. Um, Because I do think he was probably intended to replace some of the genie minutes and then not having him, um, you know, it was a freak accident. You, You wouldn't have expected that type of injury. So it's just, you know, I don't even know what to say. I've been kind of thinking about that after listening to post-match raw yesterday and, and being on the the gag show as well. And I, I just don't, I don't, you know, I mean, maybe we should have gone for somebody. Maybe Jeannie wants to come back. back. I don't know. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. There's all kinds of, <laughs> He's not a there's all sorts of possibilities. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's a weird one. And, and it's like, I mean, Seriously, can we? How can we get this unlucky to see? Because that's honestly what a lot of it is. Is it's just unlucky. It is purely shit luck. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. And 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 I often used to think that you know we were plagued by it at the club, and you know Jurgen himself sort of had a really bad run of luck, and he used to get to all these finals, and the first couple he got to with us as well, we were losing. I was like, oh my god, what is happening here? But we have the wherewithal now at the club where we've just turned a corner where that type of thing, it shouldn't be an issue. And there are probably fixes available. You know, as Cam said, there's probably something that could have been done from the sideline to to stem that flow, which was evident to everybody watching the game, um, even with the personnel that were available. But that didn't happen. So, I mean, it's going to be very interesting because we're so limited now, Lisa Marie, aren't we, in terms of the next game? We've got a yeah. game against Atletico, and I find myself remarkably nervous because now we've lost fucking Naby again, and it's it's hard not to get angry about that because the, the guy was the best player in the park against Manchester United until he had to go off. He was absolutely instrumental in us being good yesterday. Um, I, again, um, most of the time when he plays, he's excellent, and now we've lost him again. And now we're looking at a midfield, probably, because I, I don't think there's any chance of Thiago back, Fabinho's not going to be back, and Milner's not going to be back. So we're looking at a midfield, the midfield that finished the game, having to start the game against Atletico Madrid, and that doesn't fill me with great uh, enthusiasm. It fills me with no enthusiasm. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, that ladder, I mean, I'm... I'm scared to death of them injuring somebody else because, mm. you know, they're, mm. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're, uh, they're not known for their gentle, their gentle touch, shall we say, no. No, that's uh, <laughs> or even someone, the rate we go, someone could get in the way of the manager there on the sidelines as one of his, you know, you know, performances is going on and get, you know, smacked in the head and end up with a concussion. Uh, yeah. I, I've heard a young Irishman is coming coming over to have a word with mum on Wednesday. Yeah, that's, very, that's very true. If, so, so the if, game. if there's any history, uh, any histrionics from that arsehole, I will be going in two foot. I'm getting a, a Ryanair flight over specifically uh, to, uh, to, to uh, make sure there'll be no shenanigans from that absolute knobhead. <laughs> anyway, sorry, go ahead, Lisa Marie. I, I don't, <laughs> oh, no, don't no. Want, don't that's, that's about all I have to say. Uh, yeah, so, so what, what was it you wanted to chat to us about in terms of uh, a topic for the week? Well, I just I just want to backtrack a second to oh, yeah. the Manchester United game and let everyone know that I did not check the score prior to watching it. <laughs> I was on a delayed watch, um, so I just want everybody to know that I I managed, and I'm so glad I did, um, just because it you know it 
it made it even more fun. And and what made me do that was the West Brom game at the end of last season with Allie's wonder goal and everything else. I was not able to watch that game live. And so I was kind of checking on that one. And so, you know, and I still went back and watched it. And of course it was wonderful, but I just, I know I missed out not, not knowing ahead of time that that had happened. So I was like, you know what, something fantastic could happen again. And, you know, some late minute winner or, or something, you know, that everybody's gonna be talking about. And yeah, and I'll just spoil the fun. So I do like surprises. And uh, so that was a pleasant one. So I just wanted to, you know, kind of follow up since that was a discussion on the last podcast. Yeah, I mean, it, let's be honest, that's not an easy thing to do. And, and 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 when you were following the West Brom game, without being able to follow it, like by watching the, the, the images, were you were you following the match on Twitter? Because I think we talked briefly about this. It's one of the worst ways to follow a match. No, I wasn't really following it. I was just checking the score. Checking um, the score. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it wasn't right. So I saw that it was one, one. And then I saw, Oh my, you know, we pulled it off. And then I, before I was home to be able to watch it back, you know, I kind of saw the details, you know, is, is of course it was all over the place of on what had happened. So, yeah. So I, you know, I feel like I missed out a little bit, not, experiencing that with the I guess the element of surprise that yeah, 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 everybody yeah. else got so mm. so that was what helped me keep strong and not and not check <laughs> I've noticed as well that people basically relive the game when match of the day is on later on um when it's on whatever time it comes on BBC now I haven't actually watched match of the day for oh maybe four seasons five seasons I just can't be doing with it um or anything that isn't I, I, my my football coverage and uh, interaction basically involves Anfield Index and whoever I speak to during the day, and that's it. Um, I don't watch any other football coverage or anything like that. But I have noticed people seem to get a real kick out of reliving the game when it's the highlights are on Match of the Day later on. So uh, do you ever do that one? Not really, because we don't... I mean, I'm sure Match of the Day is on somewhere, somehow here, but, but I really... Yeah, and maybe I'll go seek that out. But yeah, no, I haven't. I haven't really gone gone that far in. I usually, you know, I listen to to post you know, it, like you, all the stuff on on Anfield Index for the most part is where I'm kind of, you know, I enjoy listening to Raw afterwards and listening to you guys, you know, go through it. I've I've gotten started getting onto the, you know, the Gags Tendenture or whatever live on the Discord too, and and sort of, you know commenting and, and whatever um as that has gone along as well cool. we should we should actually we should actually mention for a second that whole discord thing because again i'm terrible at staying on social media and that's a personal thing I've, I've just sort of removed myself from as much as possible and the most common phrase throughout 2018 was on WhatsApp, Trevor has left the group because I just don't want to be doing it. Um, you know, I, I just, it's just too much. It's just fucking too much, lads. But I will say that Discord thing is tremendously enjoyable during live shows and interacting and you can interact with the people who are talking at the time. And you get live feedback yeah. and people commenting on your comments and it's good fun, right? Yeah, I, I do. I've started, you know, and I, when I can, because I know you've started doing the post-match raw on discord for the champions league games yes exactly we'll be on a wednesday yeah so i i do try to jump on if you know if i can as those are the middle of the week the middle of the day for me so i'm supposed to be working yeah 
<laughs> Can I just say to anybody who's thinking of dabbling with the Discord, if you get on early, you really get to hear how the sausage is made. It's remarkable. because I, I have enjoyed the peek behind the curtain. Yes, yes, yes that's what I was going to say. I, I was in the middle of a terrible rant about all the things I would do uh, to uh, Diego Simeone in terms of violence. And then I realized, <laughs> shit, this is actually just going out to anybody who's listening. <laughs> but we all enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah, I, what I'm saying is, is uh, you, you do get it. Like it's That's properly raw uh, if you're looking for it. <laughs> it's just before, before we actually... Uh, go all whatever it is Jack. Our Skype is a much safer place. It is. <laughs> this is as, safe, as you all well know. This Mark. is a safe, a safe space. A safe space. Safe space <laughs> over here. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think as far as as the game yesterday, I don't know that I have anything really to add that hasn't already been said. I will say that I was kind of just dis- not kind of. I was disappointed in the lack of leadership even on the field. You know, I mean, oftentimes we've seen in games where a player has all but drug us over the line. You know, Sadio, I think, was great for that in the 1920 season. You know, you could almost physically see him dragging the game to to yeah. a win. Um, you know, Virgil sometimes as well. And it just, it, I don't know. <laughs> they just didn't seem to have it in them. Um, yesterday for, for somebody to just sort of dig in and be like, okay, we're doing this and sort of, rallying the rest of them you know either by their own play or just comments or or whatever to you know regroup and and pull it together so i'm again i'm hoping this is just a one-off you know everybody's entitled to a bad day and you know they'll get it pulled together but the the midfield injury thing is it's worrying i won't I won't lie. It is. It is a worry. And, uh, you know, and that's, yeah, it's a good point you, that you make because that's why I mentioned the Bradford game when I was, when, 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 um, myself and Cam were chatting about it because to me, there was something similar. There was a flatness there that, 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 that occurred. And, um, yeah, I think it does, it did very much manifest itself in, in not being able to see anyone who's saying, right, here's what we do. And, you know, maybe pushing and shoving the lads around and, 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 um, getting some sort of shape which was sadly 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 absent i think it's a very good point you make um but i'm also aware that we are now coming very close to what i said would be a tight hour so we should get the hell out of here um and let people have a their 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 days back and let people have the rough hour or so that we always try to do it'll probably be closer to 70 by the time we finish that's around our happy spot so let us start to wrap it up and um Young Branch, have you got something for us to finish with this week? I do, I do. Let me just uh, bring it up for you. Oops. Your face is in the way for some reason, Travinda. As always. As yeah, always. well. You know, My uh, yes, that rather f- clever picture of yours, you know. You're not posing at all in that picture, are you? What, what, which one is that? I don't know which one you're talking about. It's, it's like you're looking out your car window. I'm not posing, man. That's my child that took the photograph. Okay. I can't I'll believe you. You're such an <laughs> arsehole. Come on. Come on. Number one arsehole to you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my, my quote to finish with. My parents taught me honesty, truth, compassion, kindness, and how to care for people. Also, they encouraged me to take risks, to boldly go. They taught me the greatest danger in life is not taking the adventure.
Well, I know who that is. Of course you do. Uh, Lisa Marie, you want to hazard a guess, or do you want to just let me uh, take my victory lap here? I'll let you take your victory lap. <laughs> is that because you don't know? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> Lisa Marie, think of a um, previous people I've uh, quoted. Um, Brian Blessed. Hey! <laughs> Deny him his victory. Yeah, you see, you see, like I said, arsehole. It's amazing. It's amazing. Number one, uh, arsehole, please. Number one, <laughs> number one, top, top asshole. Uh, Mr. K Branch, that's fantastic. Thanks for seeing us out on a the high there, Cam. That's nice. And Lisa Marie, what have you got to finish? Okay, here's a little quote. You're going to be able to know what it's from, but I just. It's something that has crossed my mind a couple of times here in the last 24 hours. So with the spirit of her people who would not know defeat, even when it stared them in the face, she raised her chin. She would get him back. She knew she could. There had never been a man she couldn't get once she set her mind upon him. I'll think about it all tomorrow at Terra. I can stand it then. Tomorrow, I'll think of some way to get him back. After all, tomorrow is another day ah. <laughs> the closing lines from gone with the wind <laughs> i was just gonna say the tara thing was the only thing that gave it away to me excellent excellent yeah. excellent love that but that's, uh, that's always been a little bit i've i refer to it as my scarlet o'hara philosophy that yes tomorrow's yeah. another day you know but what it's, but it's also quietly vindictive lisa marie fair play to you there's a certain sort of uh, I'll fucking get you sort of that. <laughs> I have to say I really By admire the way, that. did you know that Scarlett O'Hara's family came from County Meath in Ireland? The O'Hara's. <laughs> per oh, the book. I don't know if they really did, but it's mentioned in the book. <laughs> it's mentioned in the book. Well, you've tied this together beautifully because Oh, my only thing to finish it with is go out and walk around where you're from, because just in the last two days, I did a lovely big hike around the Hill of Tara, home of Ireland's ancient high kings up the road from me, which would explain my slightly regal status. Are you like that, Cam? And, uh, and then across the way from me, maybe five miles, is the River Boyne which flows through the county and it's Lovely only pictures. gorgeous. Yeah, that man, it was, it was, it was. Oh, those it, pictures it, you posted were beautiful. It was such a revelation to just see something that's there all the time and it's right beside me and all you have to do is go down and walk around. So I'm just saying, go, get out and enjoy the bits and pieces that are around you because everybody's got something pretty beautiful in their vicinity, whether it's urban or country and Christ knows we could do it a bit of beauty uh, in this day and age. So I want to start wrapping it up. Thanking. Just a quick one, Trev. Just a quick yes, one. Yes, go ahead, man. Because we just suddenly mentioned pictures. Something just came in my mind. Oh, yeah. People, if you're not following John Buskell on Twitter. Oh, yes. Instagram. <laughs> those pictures. The guy is a genius. You really need to be looking at those pictures and thinking, wow, they are stunning. The, the guy's got an eye. I, w I wish I had half his talent. Honestly, I do take pictures like he does. That's tremendous, true. tremendous. Uh, that John, John, John is on both um, Instagram and Twitter. John Buskell, B-U-S-C-A-L-L. -L. You should get him. Uh, I think it's just J-O-N. And you will, as Cam says, see ample evidence of John's photographic eye. And he does just have endless supply of interesting shots. One of which this week was of him looking quite moody um, uh, in a in a black and white 
uh, interior and um, it led to a great chat amongst many of us about uh, about a, a putative cop show starring myself and John. Um, and this is the kind of crack you get when you follow sound people on Twitter. So that's a great, good shout, Cam, and thanks for that to, uh, to throw it out there to our listeners. And I do want to start wrapping up, like I said. Um, very enjoyable. I, I do very much enjoy these shows. They're always lovely and relaxed and a nice dynamic to them. And hopefully that comes across to you guys at home. Um, so let me wrap it up. I have been Trev Denny. You heard Cam Branch. You heard Lisa Marie Hannan. Guy Drinkle was being um, snide in the background, but also wonderful as he always is. Uh, and this was the Anfield Index podcast. We'll be back to you within the week for another of same and there may be yet another new voice involved in that one with the current crew so do keep an ear out for that talk to you soon we hope you enjoyed listening to this anfield index show please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically there's nothing quite like fan engagement and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds, and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.